welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. We're here back for another week. We are indeed of news and stuff and things to talk about about Netflix. Damn right. That's what we do. One day, four years we've been doing this, one day we'll know what we're talking about at the beginning of an episode. Never. No. I refuse. <laughs> it's against our ethos. Basically, we just we have one. come on here and talk crap about Netflix for an hour. And then on a Thursday, we talk crap about a Netflix film for an hour. Are you surprised in terms of, <laughs> like, there's never not any news. No, there's always like, news. And I know we spread the umbrella a bit further to other streaming yeah. and also movie news that we'll find interesting. But, you, but there's always something to do with Netflix. Yeah. Always. They're always up to something, aren't they? Yeah. So Good. many... Irons in the fire. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a slow news week. Given, week. <laughs> well, no, I, there's still there's still plenty of news, but I would say you probably have to search a little bit deeper this week. To deeper, because I think there's a lot of factors. Um, it's summer, and there's a couple of strikes going on, yep. which is quite important. And <laughs> very important. I kind of feel like, um. Yeah, maybe maybe people have shot their news bolt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, you, but, but um, there's still plenty to talk about. Don't, good. Don't we'll you that. fret. We will get to it. How have you been, Nick? What have you been up to? Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, summer's done, so it's not. It's going to be warm next week. No, I know. I you know. Get an Iberian plume. Oh, according to the weather, that, I. That sounds like a, a sort of something that would really excite Bill Oddie. <laughs> it does, like, doesn't it? <laughs> A flock of Iberian plumes, plumes. Just sitting one, in apparently. the tree. That's what the weatherman said it was called. Amazing. And that's what we're taking next week. I, um, this I, week. I will have it. It's come a week early. I'm going on holiday the week after. God damn it. <laughs> it's typical, isn't Send it? Send it back. I need another Iberian plume the week Send after. Send it back. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they'll double up. Uh, yeah, not bad. I mean, yeah, I do say summer's over. Kids are back at school. Yes, true. So there's that. There's that. That's done. Um, about time. <laughs> Get, getting under their feet under my feet and uh all that sort of stuff so that's good <laughs> and uh we had a good time last weekend we did we d- we, we did a road we trip a day out together it was lovely yeah uh you me and and friend of the show wayno we did we went out to london yeah you're always in london i do spend <laughs> do spend a lot of time in london i don't know why and i suppose primarily we went to watch uh AEW All In, which was a wrestling show at Wembley Stadium. Not only a wrestling show at Wembley Stadium, the biggest show in the history of the UK. No wrestling show has ever been bigger. And it was fun. It was. It was really good fun. 81,000 people in Wembley Stadium. uh, Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Stunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There's never been so many black t-shirts in Wembley Stadium, that's for sure. No. No. But no, it was a great day. It was a really good day. Really well done for them for doing it because... I never thought they'd pull it off, but they did. And yeah, it was fun. But <laughs> is it wrong that possibly the most fun was playing smart darts? Yes, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. In in a darts bar, what yeah. you found. In Camden. Yeah. It was great. And just like, yeah, a proper darts, proper dartboard, but mashed up with like a computer game. Yeah. Basically. It was like smart dartboard. Yeah. I've got a confession. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done it? Have you yeah. bought one? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's coming tomorrow. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Podcast's over. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell you. I was just going to send you a picture tomorrow. But you've, now you've brought it up. Oh, you're absolute legend. <laughs> I couldn't resist. When we Googled it, I was expecting it to be like two grand. Yeah, yeah. And they're too. not. They're like a tenth of that. And yeah. it's fine. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. You're only young once, aren't you? Damn right. And that's gone. So now I'm old, I can... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Podcast over. We're just I'm just coming around to play smart darts every week. Maybe just come an hour earlier and we'll still do yeah, the podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. I took the plunge earlier today. Oh, you're an absolute legend. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was a really good bar. There was like because there's loads of different games you can play. It adds it all up for you. Yeah. It's, it's good fun. Uh, I recommend it. I can't remember what the place was called. It's in Camden. I think it was 180 Club. 180 Club. There's like there's a few about yeah. it. Yeah, I'd recommend it if you're ever in Camden it was, area. It was also strong on the emo playlist. So yeah, the was, playlist was, was amazing. It's giving me uh, 
<laughs> good throwback vibe. Really was a really my good younger place. years. Yeah. So, so overall, it was a good day. Yeah, it was a really good day. Good day. tiring day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was definitely the most exciting thing of the week. Uh, yeah. Cool. What film did we do last week? Uh, last week's show, we talked about Still Time. Still Time, Alex's wild card. Which was a wild card choice by our Patreon, Alex. And I think we put it sixth. Sixth. He is not happy, <laughs> to say the least. Has, have you? Have we had some feedback from Alex? What did he think of the movie? It's number one in his stream table. Okay. I said that's a bit biased. Absolutely biased. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> But no, he's, he says he's happy with his choice. Um, Look, I'm really glad we watched it. Overall, I liked it. Yeah. I loved the, the, like I said, the last, I said in the show. Yeah. The last half an hour, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, it's just let down by its first hour. Hmm. Yeah. It needed to be grim all the way through. It did. It was too jolly. Yeah, first hour. Less rom-com. Yeah. More. Less calm, more yeah. dram. Yeah. That's what we needed. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so, yeah. I'm glad... I'm glad we watched it. I, I would still say it was a it's, solid choice. It's a choice. happy addition into the stream table. A solid choice. Indeed. Uh, and if you come back here on Thursday, we will be watching a horror movie. A Norwegian horror movie. Are we going movie? back to our roots with a horror movie? Yeah, I guess so. The first one we ever did was a horror movie, so I guess that's our roots. Cadaver. Cadaver. That's what it's called. Norwegian horror movie. Don't know why it's called Cadaver. Um, really? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> We'll, we'll tackle, we'll, that, one we'll on tackle that on Thursday. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting episode, I think, on Thursday. Do you reckon? Yeah. I, I reckon I've I've got and pretty nailed down what you you'll think of it. Really? Yeah. I have got no idea what you're going to think <laughs> of it, so I'm interested. I'm intrigued. So yeah, come back on Thursday. The same feed will give you the movie show, and we'll talk about Cadaver for an hour and a bit. We sure will. All right. Shall we move on? I've got a question for you. Oh, brilliant. I've actually come across two this week, but I'm going to save one for next week. Okay, fine. Um, right, I've invented a time machine. Oh, well done. Thanks. It only works in this room. Fine. And it only works for 10 minutes. Okay. So I'm going to send you forward in time to the year 2030. Okay. You have 10 minutes and you may do one Google search. Okay. What are you searching? I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you where my brain goes immediately. Hmm. It's like lottery numbers. Yes. Because it's the old sports almanac approach exactly. from Back to the Future. Super Bowl isn't it? winners, World Cup, yeah, winners, whatever you want, anything like that. Um, but do I, you waste it? Or are you gonna? Is that a waste? You could literally find out absolutely anything in the world. Yeah, but what? What? I've, and then I'm back to where I was. Ten minutes later, you're back. But I don't want to live with the knowledge that a close person close to me might have. Done. I'm not going to Google everyone. No, you and, can't. No. I, what else would you do? I don't know. That's, I, why I'm I, that's where my brain's going. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm getting some sport in. Go and make some money. Yeah, try and make some money off it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's pretty much everybody's. Do I get that question? Do I just arrive in this same room? Same room, and I've just still got a phone that works. So I can't even. I'm not even going to make it back to my house. Probably to jump out at myself. No, you know, you've got 10 minutes to do one Google search. That's all you're allowed to do when you get there. Okay. So you don't affect anything time or space wise. Uh, I don't care do one Google search. One Google I search. Just, is it a waste to Google if SPF 18 has found the audience it deserves? <laughs> is the podcast still going? Does anybody listen to it? <laughs> what season will we be on in 2030? A lot. Uh, it's about 14 more seasons than now. So. <laughs> Shit. I, and what are we on now? Season 9. 9, yeah. so 23. Yeah, it's not. Good maths. Actually. Yeah, it was quick yeah. maths for me. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to sports almanac route. Yeah. And then it's so what's the best thing to Google? To... What, what? what, if you're going to lump on... You've got to go lottery numbers. You could go lottery numbers. Or do you, like you say, you go... So I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years in the future, you say? It's 2030. So seven years. Seven years in the future. So I can, t- I can take a screenshot of the next seven Super Bowl winners. Yeah. And every year you're lumping everything on. Yeah. And you're... You'd be all right, then, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess so. Probably. Or well, you could just find one, the biggest lottery win in the last seven years yeah. and get those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's the cheap. I know it's the easy answer. <laughs> it's the easy it's, answer. It, and it's also, is it morally wrong? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, 100%. We, 
Would you, what would you do? I don't think you, you you do that, don't you? I don't think if you've only got the one search, yeah. you've got to take advantage of it because you could you could go in and find out what movies have done well, who's died, that sort of thing. But you're not getting anything out of that. I think yeah. you've picked the correct answer. What 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 are you? What what is it adding to your life if you find out that I don't know Tom Cruise was abducted by aliens or. You know, no, probably not. Ascended via Scientology and Do aliens years exist? Time. We might know that by now. Are we on the moon yet? We might know that by now. India is. India, yeah, but are we populating it yet? In is seven years. Soon? Is that too soon? I, I think, I feel that we would have to make some significant <laughs> leaps forward. Yeah, true. Um. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's what I'm going with. Good answer. Yeah. I think you're I right. I like the question though. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Good. Right. Netflix news. Sure, we can do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but we will start not with Netflix news. Okay. Interesting. We'll start with some Disney news. And Heading over to the mouse house. I don't know if you have seen this in the news this week. I haven't seen this. But Disney Plus have announced they have cancelled two TV shows. Right. You might think nothing so unusual, nothing unusual there, there. That happens. The twist is, neither of these TV shows have yet been released. Right. I just let that sink in with a dramatic silence. Okay. They, <laughs> this uh, aligns with Disney's cost-cutting exercise, which has led them in recent months to remove certain TV shows from Disney Plus and basically sell them elsewhere. Okay. Willow being yeah. one of them, uh, the Jeff Goldblum, National Geographic stuff, World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Well, they've announced this week that they uh, have cancelled the Spiderwick Chronicles. All right. And Nautilus, uh, which is basically the Captain Nemo origin story. <laughs> nice. That one in particular was a pretty big budget production. So they've are these films, these shows made. Yeah. Filmed. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. But Disney now decided they're not showing them. Correct. So they're the, the going money's... to sell them. Okay. I'll say the and money's will, already been spent. So they you... will go somewhere else. But apparently there's a load of tax write-offs uh, for not showing them. Okay. Basically. So, uh, yeah, they are they are up for auction. So anybody in can essence. Go. Yeah, they're up for sale. Uh, yeah. The, the Spiderwick Chronicles is six episodes. Okay. Previously, it was a movie, I think. Yeah, it was. Franchise that tried to get off the ground and, and, and maybe only did a, a single movie. Uh, yeah, currently being shopped to other networks. A live action series was first announced back in 2021. Follows the Grace family as they move into their ancestral home, the Spiderwick Estate, and discover a world of creatures and fairies. The cast includes Christian Slater, Jack Dylan Grazer, Leon Daniels, and Noah Cottrell. First two episodes, directed by Kat Quaro, who wow. was behind She-Hulk recently. She does not have much look with uh, TV shows. On the same network. Nautilus, uh, starring Shazid Latif, 10 episode series. Um, also starred Richard E. Grant. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both cancelled as part of Disney's cost-cutting reduction strategy. That involves cutting $3 billion worth of non-sports content non-sports content yeah how much sports content do they do they own like espn don't they oh do they okay yeah Yeah. somebody will pick them both up they'll turn up somewhere probably amazon um but yeah i wouldn't worry too much about those shows they've got big names in they're already made it's a shoo-in for somebody yeah sitting on the shelf waiting for someone to pick them up yeah somebody will pick them up next you know oh this link doesn't work that we love a documentary. We do. Uh, and, I mean, I kind of find it funny that the link doesn't work to this news uh, <laughs> story. Can you remember it? Yeah, I can. That's <laughs> no problem. Uh, because this is one of the few occasions where we've actually used Netflix actual website for a <laughs> bit of news. Well, they've either decided this isn't news anymore or you copied maybe, and pasted, maybe copied and pasted the link right. Maybe it's been cancelled. Maybe already. <laughs> Basically, uh, Netflix have announced uh, 
what they are what they have called this is a completely made up word i suppose all words are but this <laughs> one's new to me a docu follow a docu follow yeah which is what <laughs> it's a reality show slash documentary okay and it follows the construction of uh, by geffen records of a k-pop inspired girl group okay and it's genuine it's real yes so it's a yeah. fly-on-the-wall documentary. Basically, of the whole audition process and then them being chosen and being launched and getting out. Okay. Uh, and the, they have announced a cast of, I think it's 20 or 25 individuals who oh, wow. will be whittled down okay. to the uh, final pop group. The uh, contestants, if you want to call them that, are from all over the world. Nice. Uh, and it's going to land on Netflix next year. Okay. K-pop's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, everybody loves a bit of K-pop. So it's it's basically, yeah, the America's first go at creating a, a K-pop, K-pop style, style band. factory factory band, I guess. Why? And why would you want to watch a documentary? Look, yeah, look, not, not interested. Absolutely. Let's move on. Something that good, may... Good memory, though. Thanks. Remembering that whole article. Something that may be more up your street yep. is the release this week of a trailer for a new Netflix series okay. called Bodies. Bodies? That does sound Starring uh, our friend Stephen Graham. Our friend Stephen One of Graham. the hardest working actors. Yeah, he's in everything. Anywhere. He's in everything. Uh, he will star in Bodies, which I think, when I reveal to you the synopsis, will pique your interest. Okay. For tis a timey-wimey thing. Oh, we love timey-wimey on this show. And the synopsis being basically that uh, a body is found yep. in 1890. Okay. The same body is then found in the same place in 1941. Oh. And then in 2023 and again in 2053 by four different detectives, the same crime has somehow... To the same person. ...raveled through time. The same body is found, so the synopsis says. That sounds intriguing. Yeah. I'm very much intrigued by that. That sounds good. Stephen Graham plays the uh, political leader uh, who is hiding some things, I think is best described from the trailer. Okay. Uh, he's in the 2053 time period. Interesting. That does sound really good. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel by Cy Spencer, which was first published in 2014. Uh, showrunner is Paul Tomalin, who was behind No Offence on Channel 4, if you ever watched that. It was like a police... Don't think I did. Uh, like a northern police procedural drama. I don't watch police procedurals, but good for him. Yeah. Uh, you can find it next month on Netflix. Cool. I will keep my eye out for that. That sounds really good. Bodies. bodies yeah check the trailer out i always think i don't like stephen graham and then every time i see him in something he's brilliant i know what but, you mean but i always think oh his name puts I, me off things but he's always great <laughs> he always he is always good and i i i do rate him i think he's a brilliant actor but i i kind of know what you mean i don't because he he seems so ubiquitous yeah i'm always like ah oh, you again yeah I just, like give give some other people some <laughs> jobs no, no, not him. Begrudge it. He, like I say, he's a good actor, but um, he basically—he's everywhere. He is everywhere. He stole Ray Winston's life, didn't he? Ray Winston used to be that. Well, if Stephen Graham's now stolen. If the choices, I'm taking Stephen Graham every oh, time. 100 percent, hundred percent. But uh, the, well, my point was that that used to be Ray Winston. It did all that sort of yeah. British gangstery stuff, but now it's Stephen Graham. We'll keep our eye on bodies. If we have any more information, we will bring it to you first. Sure. Second, because we always take it from somebody else's website. <laughs> Next. News this week. Uh, that some actors have been out and about. I have saw some actors out and about. I especially saw this news story. And you, you may ask, well, they're on strike. How is this occurring? Yes. Well, I can tell you if you would like to know. I would like to know. I uh, do know, but I would also like to know. Adam Driver. Uh, was was basically the the go-to spokesperson on this one um, because 
he took the stage at the Venice Film Festival yes, this week. which is this week. Uh, to promote Ferrari, which is the new film he is starring in, directed by Michael Mann. Yep. Uh, and he revealed that prior to the festival, the Screen Actors Guild had agreed to grant interim agreements to certain productions so that they could promote their films. Independent film studios, usually. Basically, yeah. Driver announced at... Uh, after the screening of the movie that and I quote I'm very proud to be here to be a visual representation of a movie that is not part of the AMPTP which is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers we are here to promote the SAG leadership directive which is an effective tactic which is what our interim agreement is uh, our other objectives is, is to say, why is it that a smaller distribution company like Neon and STX International can meet the demands of what SAG is asking for? Essentially, this is just pre-negotiations. Uh, this is our dream version of our wish list, but why can't uh, companies like like Netflix and Amazon uh, bring this to the table? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair point. If the smaller studios can do it, why are the big studios not following on? Uh, Driver continued, it makes it more obvious that there are certain people willing to support us and those that collaborate together and others are not. Yeah, that's fair. That's him just saying, please go and watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's worked quite a bit with Netflix. Yeah, he's well. done a lot. It's the big name to be coming out against Netflix. They oh, it's not specifically No, but it's... But yeah, you know what I mean. They he's, are included in that. He's what I would consider a Netflix studios. a Netflix guy. Um, so yeah, you've got uh, obviously, as you say, it's it's the Venice Film Festival. You've got the BFI London Film Festival. You've got Toronto coming up yeah. as well. So I would expect we will see similar at all of those yeah. certain movies. You can see a lot of Ferrari. Yeah. That's the only one anybody's going to push, so people will push it. So, yeah, any any movies that are, are from sort of independent studios, uh, we can expect to see people pop up on the red carpet, I think. Go and watch your independent cinema, people. Awesome. Next. Talking uh, earlier of trailers that have come out this week, you can go and find a trailer for David Fincher's new Netflix movie. Course he worked with Netflix the year before last on Mank. Yes, he Oscar did. nominated. Yeah. His his next movie for Netflix is The Killer. The Killer. Which uh, again based on a series of graphic novels. Uh stars Michael Fassbender. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Where's he come back from? Uh the synopsis says Fassbender stars as an unnamed killer who finds his life unraveling after a near miss battling both his employers and his own psyche. I mean, I've watched the trailer and it's a good trailer. Okay. And I I like Fincher's stuff. Fastbenders are downer for me. Yeah, I agree. I've got to say. I'm with you. He's in two of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> I've said this many times and I've never really forgiven him for them. Yeah. But, but well, maybe. it's Fincher, isn't it? I mean... You can't not watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Netflix uh, film chief, Scott Stuber, he's not on strike no? because he's been talking to Variety. He said, The Killer is a really provocative and interesting movie. Uh, David Fincher is so good in the detail of method and watching things unfold. It's a big, fun movie in the hands of one of the world's best filmmakers. I mean, Fincher's name sells a movie on its own. Fastbender's has not done a movie for four years. Sorry to cut across wow. you. I did not realise that. I did not realise that. Yeah. The last X-Men film was the last movie you did. And that wasn't very good either. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, sorry. Carry on. No, you I've did. forgotten what I was going to say. Fincher. You said Fincher. I, I, I was probably just going to praise Fincher and everyone. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, no, I will, I've not seen that trailer. I will check that trailer out. And, uh, it's dark. It's moody. It looks stylish. Do we know when it's coming? Did we say that? Uh, it's a limited cinematic release in October and Netflix in mid-November. Okay. Cool. Exciting. Let's watch it. Okie doke. Next. It's not all story. about cancellations. No. Nope. Because Netflix has confirmed the Lincoln Lawyer 
is returning for more lawyering out the back of his car. <laughs> Season three has been renewed. Excellent. Good news for the Lincoln lawyer people. So uh, I've still not got to season two, but I did enjoy season one. Okay. I haven't got to any of it yet. So I don't know if I enjoyed any of it. I do. I've I got a lot of time for old uh, Manuel Garcia Rufo. I think he's got a lot of charisma. Mm, agreed. He's been on the show, hasn't he? Yes, he was in Sweetville this season. This season, yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. Excellent. It's uh, 10 more episodes. Yeah, third season. Again, it could come two or three years down the line, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, quite. <laughs> It'll come at some point, quite. but it's coming. I think there's about 25 books of that, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Just keep going forever, then. Yeah. Next? Uh, another trailer that's dropped this week. And if you only can watch one trailer out of the three or four we've talked about <laughs> this week, personally, I would say, check the fuck out of this one. Oh, really? So, okay. So this is the trailer for James Samuel's new new movie. Now, James Samuel was the guy behind uh, one of my favorite movies either last year or the year before, whenever yeah, it arrived, uh, which was The Harder They Fall, mm, which was the sort of hip-hop western yeah. on Netflix. It was, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, his follow-up, which we have mentioned on this show before, is his take on the biblical story. Oh, okay. Uh, the Book of Clarence. Uh, which is is essentially about a a nobody of a guy who starts performing miracles. Oh, interesting. Well, does he? Right. Sounds now, familiar. I can't wait for this movie to boil people's piss. <laughs> yeah. Because that'd be fun. Let's just say it. Go. On. This, as same as the holiday fall. This is a primarily. African-American cast. Yep. Awesome. Fantastic. And you are going to get so many white Christians of a certain age saying that this shit should not stand. Yeah, there'll be protests. There'll be and all sorts. It's just, it's just going to be ridiculous. Bring it on. And honestly, watch this trailer. It looks incredible. I will. I will definitely watch uh, the trailer. It looks incredible. I hadn't heard anything about that, so that was quite exciting. Uh, you've not got too long to wait. Now, interestingly, this is a, this is a full-on cinematic release, so this is not in partnership with Netflix or any streamer. Okay. So the it is currently scheduled for 19th of January. Uh, the cast is something else as well. You've got um, Lakeith Stanfield, David Olawayo, Omar Sy. Oh, nice. Lupin himself, Alfred Woodward, uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste. Uh, James McAvoy and Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, your favourite. Rounding it out. Mm. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. No, that sounds fun. I will check that trailer out as soon as we finish recording. Next. One of the reasons you can tell it's been a slow week. Oh, not allowed on this one. Either. Is the fact that um, the, one of the news stories comes chiefly from the mouth of uh, the cinematographer on Beetlejuice 2. So, oh, okay. <laughs> who has randomly been talking about some of the work they've done so far on the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I really, I can't wait for that. Um, and there's, there's quite a few details, actually. Uh, the person we we're talking about is a cinematographer, Harris Zambalokis. These are never easy them. names, are they? not, are they? I think they do it to us on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's been talking to the rap. Okay. And uh, yeah, he says, at, at the heart of Beetlejuice 2 is a story about a family. Now it's 30 years later, we want to see what are the intricacies and the human conditions in keeping a family together all that time whilst it's set in the craziest world possible. That's why I choose projects for the human connection. It's always at the forefront. Now, interesting. A few, a few photos. I don't want to go too spoiler heavy. No. But I think there's, there's a bit of info here that we, we've not been aware of before. Okay. Uh, Willem Dafoe is on the, oh, on really? the cast of this. Okay. He's going to play an undead lawman. Nice. Basically policing the afterlife. Cool. I'm up for that. Yeah, that feels like a that, good That fit, feels right. It? Yeah. Uh, Justin Theroux has also joined the cast in an undisclosed role. 
uh, I think we already knew this, but Jenna Ortega is in the yeah, cast as uh, Lydia's daughter. Yeah. Um, and uh, we will find in the movie apparently that uh, we Beetlejuice has found love and is married. Oh, okay. The character played by Monica Bellucci. So yeah, quite the cast so, yeah. building for this. Yeah. Um, handled right. Whenever it huge. turns up. Yeah, exactly. But handled right, that could be massive. Exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. Look, it's either going to be great or we can never speak of it again once we've seen it. I'm not allowed on that one either. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't see a world where I don't like that movie. Surely Tim Burton has got to bring it home for once, hasn't he? <laughs> He's due. Uh, Wednesday was all right. He didn't do Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just puts his name to stuff. <laughs> He directed the first episode. Well, the first episode's the best episode. Okay, last piece of news. Go on. Uh, and talking of like, what would you do if you could go back in time for 10 minutes? Yeah. Maybe some people at Sony uh, might go and reverse a decision that they made back in the, back in the late 90s, early 2000s because it has, uh, it's been revealed this week that... That back in that time period, when Marvel Comics was in disarray, facing bankruptcy, yeah, desperate for money, uh, they were shopping around okay. movie rights to their characters, and they were talking to Sony because Sony really wanted to make a Spider-Man movie, yeah, and those movies turned out to be the Tobey Maguire movies. Yeah, they were good movies. Yeah, sure, sure, and. Sony paid $10 million for the rights to Spider-Man. Wow. That seems cheap. Uh, it does, doesn't it? It does these days. But interestingly, they were offered the entire Marvel catalogue. Wow. What the, is... Go on. How much do you think they were offered that for? If they got a Spider-Man for 10... 100? 100 mil? 25 million. No. And they said, we're not interested. We only want Spider-Man. We don't think there's any money in the rest of them. Gee, that's awkward, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. To be fair, in the hands of Sony, there probably wouldn't have been. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But wow. obviously... How the world would have been different place. So so then, uh, obviously, the X-Men then went to Fox. Yep. Everything else Iron became... Man the, became Iron Man and became the, the rest is the history. The MCU and then Disney's brought it back all together. I mean, just, just as a reminder, just to give you context, <laughs> Disney paid £4 billion. Pounds <laughs> wow. For the MCU. Wow. Somebody at Sony made a mistake. <laughs> How the world would have been a different place if they'd have made that different decision. Yeah, uh, this all comes from the uh, an interview that a former ju- Sony junior business executive, Yair Landau, uh, did with uh, Bleeding Cool. He said, Marvel had just emerged out of bankruptcy. They had no cash and they knew we had a sliver of the rights. They also knew we were very interested in making Marvel movies. So they came to us. We negotiated a deal for 25 Marvel movies for 25 million. Wow. Every single character that they controlled was on the table as part of that deal. So they could basically go, right, do what you want. Taking that one, that one, that one. That's, that's what we want to do in the movie. Uh, but the collective Sony team decided they didn't care about the other Marvel properties and they didn't want to invest in them. I was told nobody gives a shit about anybody but Spider-Man. I thought they were idiots, my, but I got my marching orders to go back and just get Spider-Man. I mean, it's very easy to say I was right. Yeah, now, I was it? right. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I mean, talk about, yeah, a sort of sliding doors type. That really is. For the entire industry, that's a sliding door moment. But, I mean, they, they do such a good job with Venom and <laughs> the ones they've still got. No. And, uh, no, they don't. What else have they done? The, what was the vampire one? Morbius? Yeah. That went well. Yeah. 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 Not cool. Yeah. That's that's like not signing the Beatles level shit. Yeah, it really is, is, isn't it? Yeah. Probably worse. <laughs> is that all the news? That's all the news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? 
I've watched a few things, but it's been a bit of a random week. Yeah, it has been a random week. Um, it's been a bank holiday as well. We were away all weekend. Yeah. I, I, I've mostly just watched boring sports stuff. Okay. Like, I've, I've started watching Hard Knocks. Oh, right. Interesting. On whatever that's on, which is like the NFL behind the scenes. Yeah. NFL season's coming up, isn't it? So yeah. Got to get ready. Um, so bad. Which I've really enjoyed because I've watched three episodes, I think, and it's about the New York Jets and they've got Aaron Rodgers and he's weird. <laughs> he's a strange man. He's a weird man. He's a strange boy. But it's a good show. I've enjoyed that. And... Uh, I think that's about it. My, I've got to be honest. My TV is, or our main TV has mostly been hogged by my wife binging Gossip Girl. Okay. But I think she's finished now. Right. Uh, which I've I've not, that's not my bag. Not interested. No. Um, I also, How about you? I also haven't watched a lot this week. I haven't seen any more of um, The Chosen One, which I'd started watching oh, yeah. last week. I haven't watched any more of that. Yeah. I just haven't had a chance. Um, what I have watched a few episodes of is uh, New Zealand Taskmaster. Oh, nice. So it's just appeared on all four. There's three yeah. seasons. Um, so I started at the start, watched the first season. It's good. It's very, very similar. Okay. The set's exactly the same. Okay. The jokes are the same. The theme <laughs> tune's the same. Um, but it's always, Taskmaster just is always good. It does, as long as you've got decent contestants, it's fine, isn't it? And yeah. I don't know any of these people. I don't know the host. I don't know the assistant. I don't know any of the contestants. But they're all very entertaining people, yeah. and I'm really enjoying it. Good. There's a nice little twist in the first series, and the guy who plays the Taskmaster's assistant, mm. the Alex Horn role, yeah. his brother is one of the contestants. Oh, that's nice. So I presume they're both famous comedians yeah. in New Zealand. So that's interesting dynamic, how that's working. He's a crazy person. There's one woman who's just like a manic... Do you remember how um, Joe Thomas played it, where he was just mm. like really down and depressed? Yeah. He, she's playing it like that. It's just really good fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's just great honestly check out new zealand taskmaster i think taskmaster is the perfect show to i mean yeah by all means sit down you know full attention yeah. it's brilliant but also it's just a great do put it on in the background low, while you're doing something else yeah low, exactly what i've been doing low impact yeah. sort of uh less intense it's it's just you know alex horn deserves all the credit in the world for, yeah. for getting that up and running and now look he's got his own industry juggernaut yeah so yeah. I think there's about there's loads of different series of Taskmaster yeah. now, yeah. but yeah, it's on all four in the UK. I don't know if you could find it anywhere else. Um, you could probably definitely find it in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, check it out; it's fun. The first, I've only seen the first four episodes. There is the a Taskmaster series. streaming service. There is, yeah, where you can get them all. Yeah, so, yeah. so your your hub for yeah Taskmaster, um, although it doesn't have all of the English. <laughs> no, it doesn't because they're all on Netflix. seasons on it. Um, but, I went to cinema okay. as well this week. Nice. Uh, it was an unlimited screener of a film that comes out today, I believe. Uh, Cobweb. Okay. It's a new horror movie. Is a question mark there? Or are no, you just I was just wondering if you'd heard No, I have not heard of Cobweb. Uh, it's a new horror movie. Um, you probably never will hear of it. It's not going to do very well. It's not very good. <laughs> is it about spiders? No. Oh. I was looking up to see if that spider from last week was still here. It is not still here. It, it had gone by the time we came back the next day. Um, no, it's not about spiders. It's about a kid who... Um, can hear noises in the wall of his house right. and nobody believes that the noises are there. Okay. And then craziness ensues and it's just another generic horror movie. <laughs> They're all the same at the minute. There's... Smile came out. Yes. And that was a generic horror movie with a stupid a ending. Get of a gimmick. Get of a gimmick and then you get the monster reveal at the end. Boogie, The Boogeyman came out. Bit of a gimmick. You get the monster reveal at the end. And now Cobweb's done the same thing. They're just cookie cutter horror movies, and they're all the same. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Okay, it's an absolute rave review. There. It was it was awful. It was not entertaining in the slightest. It's got um, Anthony Starr in it. All oh, right, yeah. He's genuinely, genuinely. Why can't I say generally? Generally great. He's always great. Not so much. <laughs> just dialing it in. It's just a rubbish horror movie. Don't go, well, that was horror barry. <laughs> Don't go and watch Cobweb when it comes out. It's rubbish. I think that's everything I've been watching this week. Okay. That's fine. I think. If I come up with anything else, I will let you know. Uh, it's the start of a month. We haven't done this for a while. Shall we go through what's coming to Netflix UK in September? Let's do it. Haven't There's a couple of ages. big hitters in there. there I know is, that. Yep. Um, and some not so. <laughs> we'll get there. It's, it's the perfect Netflix mix. So today is September the 1st, as of day of recording, Disenchantment Part 5 has come out. Yeah, the final part of Disenchantment, if anyone's still with it. It is there now. 
Stop me if you spot anything else. Jackass number two, the unrated version. Oh, lovely. That's lovely. on there now. Uh, Love is Blind season four. Yeah. Uh, or, or part two of season four or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think there's another part of it further down the list. So okay. Maybe there's more of it coming. Edge of Tomorrow is coming to, on September the 5th. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, that was talked about a lot in our um, Discord the other episode, week. Yeah, and uh, the time-travelling movie, isn't uh, it? Get your Godzilla fix on Netflix UK this month. Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Kong coming on September the 5th. Uh, but I enjoyed both of those. Yeah. I thought they were great fun. Scouts Honor, The Secret Files of the Boy Scouts of America is a Netflix original documentary. I mean, it sounds problematic. It does, doesn't it? I wonder what that's going to be about. <laughs> Uh, this Top Boy Season 3. Yes. Final season of that. Virgin River Season 5 Part 1. That's coming as well. Uh, my wife will be very happy about that. That's September the 7th that's coming. Oh, yeah, indeed. Wrestlers Season 1. That's the documentary that we uh, talked about the other week. Yeah. Uh, Else Knows September Federation. the 13th. That's my mum's birthday. Oh, Congratulations. A cartoon starring Barbie. I feel like that might have uh, been rushed through. <laughs> She's very in, isn't she? Barbie, A Touch of Magic. That's coming on September the 14th. Love at First Sight. Yep. Again. Oh, season seven of Inside the World's Toughest Prisons. I like that show. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's also, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Season 16 is coming on September the 16th. Nice. I've never watched it. It's always sunny. I heard lots of good things about it. I really want to. But so my take on it is this: so I, I really want to. And I've watched about the first half dozen, and I'm just like, I know I'll like this, but you know when you've just got a churn. You, it's intimidating, isn't it? You've got a churn through the first season or two because you'd think, I know, I've watched loads of sitcoms before like this where it's like they don't always start the best, yeah. but they'll end up being one of your favourite programmes. There's also it's intimidating when there's that much of something yeah. to go through as yeah. well. Sixteen seasons. So, I don't know if I'll ever get to it. Judas and the Black Messiah, that's good. That's coming on the, September the 20th. That's Daniel Kaluuya's movie. Uh, as is Wonder Woman 1984. Not so good. Uh, the the worst Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise, that's the new um, Evil Dead movie that hit the cinemas a few weeks ago. Yep. That's a Netflix original, apparently. Uh, set, that's September 21st, which is the same day as the final season of sex education. Yeah, this is the big one for September, I think, isn't it? Yeah, this is the big 100%. Release. I love it's sex joke, education. I'm going to miss that show. Did I make a joke? Yeah. What did I say? You said it was a big release. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's coming on September the 24th. Uh, you've got a new Spy Kids movie as well. Oh, yeah. Arriving. I'm getting That's on yeah. September the 22nd. So there's, yeah, there's there's a fair bit. Oh, amazing. So certain people I know will love this. I didn't know this was happening. So September the 26th, four seasons of the 90s. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, 1990s cartoon Batman the Animated Series. I used to love watching that yeah. as a youngster. Well, that feels like it's prime for a really watch. Yeah, it? definitely. That's coming on the same day as Who Killed Jill Dando? Uh, the Netflix original <laughs> documentary. That's genuinely a name I haven't thought of for 20 years. Since she got killed. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I thought they found who killed Jill Dando. Yeah, I think they did, yeah. There was guy. He's in prison. Yeah. I'm sure he is. It's like some guy who loved Jill Dando and Freddie Mercury, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I remember that happening when she got killed. I was working in a hotel at the time. Right. And we all, we've seen it on the news, so we all went into one of the rooms and watched it on the telly, oh, what was going on. It was like a big deal. Uh, September the 27th is uh, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. It's the Roald Dahl movie that's only 40 minutes long yeah. by Wes Anderson. We've talked about this on the show a few times, haven't we? Yeah. We revealed that he was making this movie and then we revealed that it was going to be 40 minutes long and yeah. therefore not a movie. Um, but I'm definitely going to watch that. That'd be great. September the 27th. And I think that's your lot. I think that's a pretty good month. Mm, I think it's a pretty good month. Is yeah. that a good way to describe it? Obviously, sex education is the big story there. Sure. Cool. Right, where are we doing? How are we doing for time? Not too bad. Should we do a real talk? Let's do it. What was this week's real talk, Nick? Good question. <laughs> it was. Excellent. What question. is your favourite death scene? Yeah. Simple as that. So, real talk is every week we ask a question into our Discord and people answer it and we read them out on the show. It's basically what Real Talk has become. 
It is. It's a chance to have a good old debate. Yes. Uh, Wayne was first up in the Discord. Easy. Boromir in Lord of the Rings. No one does death scenes as well as Sean Bean. Great answer. And true. Samuel Holland. Does it have to be a movie? I did put movie on the graphic, <laughs> but then... You were in a good mood. I would know. At this point, I was like, I can't think of one, but I've got a few TV ones. And then he asked <laughs> that. So I said, no, it doesn't have to be a movie <laughs> to make it easier for myself. Uh, well, we'll return to his answer later. Uh, okay. <laughs> Russ Cook says, I've got two. Surprise, for him, surprise. For him, very good. Yeah. Uh, both from the same film involving the same character. That is the death of Marb in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. When, when he <laughs> turned around in the backseat of the car and shoot his head off. And also... The death of Vincent Vega himself. Yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Both of them like come out of nowhere, don't they? Uh, Bruce Willis in Armageddon. There's another shout from Wayne. Does Bruce Willis die in Armageddon? Oh, I don't know if I've seen Armageddon. Really? I don't know if I've seen Armageddon. I have seen Armageddon. I just, I just all I think of is the Aerosmith movie, uh, music <laughs> video. So Sam Mulholland did consider after your uh, your allowance of TV. Of TV. And it's going for Sean Bean in uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Nobody does he, like Sean Bean. The first season is framed around him as the main character. At the time, I hadn't read the books. I had no idea what was about to happen. So his beheading set the tone for the rest of the show. Agreed. I remember the first time I watched Lord of the uh, Game of Thrones, I missed that episode. Oh, did so you? I was on holiday or something. And for some reason, watched the next one and then had no clue what was going on. <laughs> I remember missing what? the death of Sean Bean in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, why not, Ed? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, Hans Gruber. Yeah. In Die Hard. Good answer. This is a nomination. Great answer. From Alex in the Discord. Definite um, Christmas film. Uh, Chris from Time Shifters Podcast uh, nominates uh, a death scene from Brennian Strange. <laughs> the the longest death scene ever, apparently. Okay. Uh, I, I really struggled. I mean, I threw in some options. I really struggled options. with this one as well. Uh, I I think I think it's the best best death scene, but I certainly think it's an iconic image, and that is uh, in Terminator Two, the old thumbs up. Yeah, as as the uh, Terminator dissolves into the lava. Uh, I thought Quint in Jaws. Good answer. Yeah, gobbled up by that yeah, shark. That shake just goes on the boat, doesn't it? Mufasa in The Lion King, brutally murdered oh, of by course. his own brother. That's, that's a great answer. But I think some may say randomly, I think I'm going for the death of Apollo Creed in Rocky Four. Random but good. I've seen Rocky Four. I don't <laughs> even know if I've seen Rocky Four. Dolph Lundgren just beats him to death. Yeah. And uh, Rocky won't throw in the towel. <laughs> Man, when I was younger, that was a that's that's that a hard hitting watch. It's <laughs> a good answer. I mean, there's numerous actual like proper heart. Pullingly horrific deaths. Yeah. But, but That's uh, not what I've gone for. You know, look at Marley and me. Yeah. And that dog goes. Ooh. Oh, my word. That, <laughs> is, that film was the whole reason that does the dog die.com is <laughs> yeah, Exactly. That's why that film, that website exactly. was made. Trigger warnings uh, everywhere. I'll, I'll go with Apollo Creed. Good answer. How um, about you? I've got a few that I just want to mention. I don't think I've got one that I'm going to specifically pick, but I'm just going to talk for a few. Um, the first one that came to mind randomly was the death of Randy in Scream 2. Okay. Because you don't see that come in. Yeah. And he's one of the main characters and it just comes out of nowhere. And it's like, he's always been in the Scream movies. He's the guy who talks you through them all. Sure, sure. And then he falls for his own rules. Yeah. Basically. Um, Johnny Depp's death in Nightmare on Elm Street. When he gets nice. sucked into that bed. Yeah. It's quite always stays with me. Um, just going off the top of my... The first time the reverse bear trap goes off in the Saw franchise okay. is in the last Saw film, yeah. Saw 7, when Jigsaw's wife gets killed by it. Okay. That's the first person that ever gets killed by that trap, even though it's in the first Saw movie. Yeah. So that's a good one. If we're going TV, there's two that stand out for me in TV. One in Lost. Right. One in Breaking Bad. So the Breaking Bad one is obviously Gustavo Fring's death. Yes, great shout. Killed by Walter White. Half his face falls off. Yeah. And he just adjusts his time, falls to his death. That's brilliant possibly is the best death scene ever put to film but you can't talk about death scenes without talking about charlie's death in lost all right okay i think when he saves everybody yeah. and drowns 
Yeah, emotional makes me cry every time I see it. I I didn't know if you were going there when 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 you were talking about Lost. I didn't know if you were going with uh, Jin and Son. No, I was oh, thinking okay. earlier on when just for sheer shock value when Michael shoots. Oh God, yeah, of course. Anna Lucia and yeah, Hurley's uh, girlfriend Libby. Yeah, there's loads in Lost. Yeah, I literally every death in Lost hits you hard. <laughs> Jin and Son's drowning, Boone dying in that thing, Shannon dying. There's loads. But I think the most effective death in Lost is Charlie's. Because again, you don't... He was a fan favourite, wasn't he? He was the fan favourite. And yeah. he... If they, if he hadn't have done that, that show would never have ended the way it did. Hobbits can't swim. Hobbits can't swim. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> Good real talk. It's well-known fact. Right. I think we end this episode here and go and record a movie show, do we? Yeah. A little bit shorter this week, but that's fine. Yeah. We have no set it. rules on length. No? No. Well, who have. would? Who rules Lem? <laughs> who, who? who rules Lem? That's what I just said. And I'm sticking by it. I mean, I'm trying to decide if that's profound or just absolute gibberish. <laughs> it's all, it's sure. absolute gibberish. Like, yeah. No and, Any minute now, I'm going to think of my favourite death scene and I'm just going to be like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to happen. Go with, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll go with the, the profoundness. Yeah, okay. What about, oh, it's not really a death scene. Wait, no, I... When they find, is it is it Brooks in Shawshank Redemption. Redemption? Yes, good shout. When they just they just find him hanging, that that's quite affecting. That that, that whole that one, whole it? sequence from the minute he gets out of prison yeah. to that sequence is uh, heartbreaking. I I might I think I'm getting the names right. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Is it when Joe Coffey in Green Mile? Green Mile. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's tragic. Yeah, I don't know. Why I've gone on a Stephen King rant. Because <laughs> uh, you're in this house, and he just possesses everything in this house. Yeah, there's, there's a couple yeah. of there's a couple of big deaths in the Green Mile. Oh, the one that goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's horrific. That is horrific. Yeah, I could think about these all night. <laughs> you got me on a Stephen King tangent. Anyway, we should get out of it. We're going to go and record an episode where we're going to talk about Norwegian horror movie Cadaver. We sure are. And we're going to have a lot of fun whilst we do it. I think so. And. I genuinely have no idea what you made of this movie, so I'm intrigued okay. to find out. I'm looking forward to finding out. Okay, good. Me too. So uh, let's go and do that, and we'll be back on Thursday to talk about that. Cheers. Bye.